Vous êtes à l'écoute de Dumb Fresh Call Radio. Welcome back to Dumb Fresh Call Radio. I'm your host, Champagne B. This week, Mr. Dumb Fresh Car and I chop it up with writer, artist, and DJ, Beef. We talk getting through the quarantine and the making of his new single, Thin Ice. You can stream the new single on every platform known to man and woman. Love and respect, Champagne B. Day in, day out. How do you deal with it? You're looking at it, honestly. Yeah? Yeah. So this backyard? Yeah. Smoking joints back here. I've just processed a lot of shit back here. Or not even back here, just in general. Like, I'm pretty thorough with the vision. And, and it's like the one thing that, you know, I'm, I'm pretty open-minded and comp and willing to compromise or find common ground with shit except for that yeah that's like the one spot of my life for and it's not to say that i'm not willing to collaborate or i'm not willing to say i'm wrong but like if i believe in it if my gut's there and i know what i need to do to execute it then i'm like yeah i got the wheel exactly. just like fall back and it was like with the thin ice uh with the quick video i did with the drone where it was just like wanted to do a video wanted to do a video for it and the pandemic shit went down and I was like dude there's no way I'm gonna be able to A afford this with the way that work was going and B like I'm not gonna be able to get people to do a video and this is when we were in like the thick of a pandemic we're like yeah. talking first phase yeah quarantine. like March April yeah, it's where it's like no one's trying to leave no one's trying to do anything mm -hmm. And so I just had this idea where I was just like, fuck, I'm just going to park my Lincoln in my driveway and I'm going to lay on top of it and have this drone just shoot, just go straight up. That's dope. And yeah. hit up my friend Justin about it, who's been helping me with a lot of shit. And he had a dude, this dude Jared. And I hit Jared up. He put me in a group text with him and then just we just split off. And he was like, it's cool. Uh, I can be there on Tuesday at four o'clock. Uh, I'll charge you 150 bucks and, and whatever. I'm like, run it. Like, I'll see you there. Meet him. Full pulls up in his Tesla Model 3, just like uh, pulls off to the side. I sit there and talk to him for like 10 minutes in the driveway. He pulls his drone out, like lines it up, and he's like, Cool, you good? I'm like, Yeah, let's go. And he literally just gets back in his car with his controller and just does everything. You are now listening to Dumb Fresh Go Radio. From his uh, car. From his car. Outside. We'll drop it. Tesla. We'll land it. He lands it on the driveway. We'll look back on his phone at the video and he's like, all right, cool. I want to try this this time. Do it again. We probably did it like six times. Fool just takes the three best ones, puts them on a hard drive, puts them on my laptop in the driveway, out the door. See I'm you like, later. And I sent it to an uh, editor and I had to fucking edit back in three days. And it was just like, and I spent $150. At the no, end of the day, like that's I, perfect, bro. Yeah. You didn't have to leave that's the comfort insane. of your crib. No, and, and like, yeah, it it's like representation I didn't want to make it very, uh, especially at that point. It felt like everyone was making quarantine-specific art, and mm -hmm. I, I was like, yeah, it's a part of history, but also I just felt like I didn't want to date the moment to like. I didn't want, and I also didn't want people to think that this song came from being quarantined. 
it's like I think people people were using the quarantine as a and everyone has their own way of dealing with it and how they work but I think at the beginning of the quarantine quarantine a lot of creatives had this push to be productive and, and to still like well I'm just gonna get a full album done and it's like yeah sometimes you can make a great album in a month but it's like also people don't want an album you made in a month just because just for the shit yeah it's just like just because you're at home and you know I think we've seen a lot of cool art come from this shit like the stuff Anderson Pack was doing there's been a lot of really creative videos and and a lot of animated videos that have been sick like I feel like there's a resurgence in that which is cool um but yeah I just didn't want to make like oh this is a song about quarantine or this is this is a song about being in a pandemic because it wasn't it was written a, a while before it and I didn't I guess I just didn't want to like tainted with a different not even tainted but, but just why like why does that matter to you because no matter when you drop music there's always gonna be something going on in oh of course yeah. of course and it's not it's not uh, I guess with the with how the song is and what the song's about um, which is like you know I wrote it from a place of of just realizing you know in the hook I say the, the things I used to keep myself warm almost seem to do the most harm because it was just like I was at a point where I was realizing the things that like working in television or or my health or X, Y, and Z I was realizing that the things I was doing to stay busy or to stay happy or to put money in my pocket because that was it's something that's important to me, it was also affecting my relationships. It was affecting my friendships. It was affecting my goals, like what I wanted to accomplish. And, you know, you have to balance out the give and take of like, you want to stay warm enough to not freeze, but you don't want to get too warm and melt with what you're sitting on. Sure. And so it was like... The past year has been, and I, I wrote that pretty, and that was also coming from a point of like, I quit a steady, well-paying television job and an apartment that I had in Toluca Lake and like moved back to my mom's crib and have been just like savings account, taking like DJ gigs, taking TV gigs here and there, getting some placement checks. Like every once in a while, you just get like a, a nice little like thousand dollar check and you're like, all right, cool. I can, I can hang out for, I can chill for a month this will hold me for a month right now and so it's like with the pandemic I guess I, I just when you know when you know what a song's about personally because you wrote it you don't want and it, people are always going to take it however they want to take it the only reason why I say like I don't think it really matters because when I hear the song and I play it like you know like it's something that's in my rotation on my playlist like i really love the song thank you and it's a song that can get you through moments like this if mm -hmm. you're taking a ride up the pc to pch like it gets you through these moments it's something to enjoy now because when we start moving it's not gonna be as enjoyable it's gonna yeah. be a great song it's gonna do numbers but now it's a time where i can actually sit take a drive i might have that lincoln you know what i'm saying yeah. take like really process. experience to me it hit a different way because i i understand the lyrics and i've felt those emotions at some point in my life and just the instrumentation behind it yeah it's more i can enjoy it more because now i got the time trying to beat the heat head over to dumbfreshco.com you are now listening to dumbfreshco radio go radio 
So I'm waiting for it to come out so I can put it in yeah. my playlist. Yeah, and like, that's, that's sick. That's you know, I, I, like, and it makes me smile because I didn't really think about that because like, like, I think it's an artist. want to enjoy it. Like yeah. I know you. We all selfish as artists and shit like that. Like, but at the end of the day, like yo, people want to enjoy it. Like I'm yeah. privy to just be in this circle where like I can get music early. Yeah. Like I can go to shows or events or whatever the case may be. Like I love that, and that's why I try to give that same amount of energy or product back into whatever industry. Yeah, and I guess having had that song for as long as I have, like I can genuinely say I probably listened to that song like when did we make that in November? I don't know when, I don't know when but bro I probably listened to that song 1200 times if not more like not even I listened to that song a lot because but that's because, how you know a song is a good yeah, song yeah and a, a lot a, of yeah, and, but in, in the, 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 the dynamic of how that song came to be just in general like I felt like I was forcing a lot of shit with music. I felt pressure from different areas to make, make not not necessarily what was expected of me, but you know, having put music out in the past, I was rapping like I'm very college dropout. I'm very notorious B.I.G. Like Dilla samples, fucking real drums, yeah. some soul, and I'll rap my fucking heart out. And I was just 19 and pretty inexperienced, and got to a point where I just didn't have anything to talk about. I'm like. Like this is a genre that's built off emotion and and struggle in different aspects from different places, whether it's mental, whether it's physical, financial, you know. And I was at a point where I just felt like a fraud because I was just like, Dude, who wants to hear me talk about just this shit? Like, so you do you feel like what you were talking about before it wasn't legit? It wasn't as legit. I think as I like I or put just out rhyme and I, sound cool. No, I put out, I put out two mixtapes. My first mixtape was very like Lil Wayne, No Ceilings era, no original beats, all instrumentals. Made my own that version. Was the era, yeah. Took whatever beat I wanted and rapped over it. And sometimes, you know, there's. It's also a it's a testament of what I was listening to. Like I was listening to a shit ton of Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. and you hear me talking about like diamonds and and foreigns and this and this and that because it was like. Nice. That was my first jump in the pool. I'm like still trying to figure out how to swim. And then my second project uh, was all originals, all fully written songs, all collaborated. I sat there and it took me a a long while and it was better, you know? And it was still, I don't think it is not nearly my best work. I was really young, but like I had a vision and it's something I've carried along is like I have the uh, I know I have the ability to execute things on my own I can get a lot done on my own and so that's when I think about management and and producers like video producers and things is like working in television I have all those contacts already like I know where I can get fucking anything from porta potties to catering to to fucking film permits like yeah and that that takes cutting out a middleman in that department just makes it easier for you because because oh, it's, it's you perfect. go straight to the source and so that's always kind of how i've looked at my work is just like i want to get as much of it done as i can on my own and i think the only difference now with growing up is i'm more aware and less reluctant to ask for help Gotcha. Like I, I realize where something's not my strength, like production, like music production. I can tell you, and, and I've sat with Bernie and arranged a beat with him standing right behind him. Like, okay, 
eight bars right here, bring the drums in right back here, blah, blah, blah. That kind of like, produced through. Yeah, like, he has the technical and creative ability to do it and take a very basic idea that I have mm -hmm. and then make it sound good. Make it sound good. Make it sound good. Looking for new music? Head over to my SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com forward slash champagne B for new and exclusive music. And be like, okay, I, I under, he understands what I'm trying to say or like what I'm trying to accomplish trying in, to in a direction. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, I mean, dude, even Bernie and I haven't seen each other for years now. Like... There was, you, a gen there was a genuine friendship between us from rocks. From rocks. From rocks. That's why it was so cool to me because it was like, I mean, there was a point where Med had me at rocks fucking two nights a week. You, and, uh, and so you, met, him, you yeah. met him there? Yeah. Yeah. He was sure. bartending. The OTR is bringing him over. He was bartending. And then the first time, I don't even know if you were, you were probably working at this point. I just didn't know you, but I, I DJed. Uh, Jesse and Devin's birthday party. It was the first oh. time I heard DJ there. And I mean, since then, <laughs> since then, we've had some shit there. Like, some crate. Like, I mean, now we've lived some moments there. That yeah, like, there's things I look back on. And that's why I love DJing the crowd because there have been times where I DJ in that room and I'll just stop and look around. People and be watching like, it rocks. There's nothing like it. And it just, dude, knowing that. As a DJ, what you're doing is working and knowing that it's like, we're not talking like people talking, it was like, I'm talking like the homies on table just going crazy. Like people doing crazy shit, hanging from hanging fucking from the, the ceiling and shit. Yeah. And you're like, you feel like the, it, it's the smallest room in Hollywood and you feel like the fuck, you're at Coachella. Yeah. You're like, this is nuts. Right. And you're almost like, how did this many people get in here? You see Medford just in the cut hat on, just smoking a joint and you're like, Fuck it, let's go. This is sick. And so, I mean, yeah, he was bartending. I was DJing. And then, yeah, Med hit me up and was just like, yeah, you, you want to come through on Friday? We'll come through. Started doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, sometimes, like, throughout the week. And then I always get there early to set up. I'd pull up at, like, 1030. Then Bernie and I would just sit there and start shooting like the shit. Get ready. And he's, get he, for war, but ready. in typical fashion, just one day, second or third time I saw him, he's like, Hey, beef, you smoke pot, man? I'm like, yeah. It was like some how high shit. And he's like, how high shit? How high shit? You want to smoke a joint? I'm like, yeah, let's go. And so we just light a joint. We're sitting there talking, having beers. And then, yeah, probably like a couple months into me DJing there regularly, he was talking to me about making music and DJing and producing and kind of like the other stuff because... To be honest, like, we didn't know each other outside of the hours of 11 to 2 a.m. Right. Like, yeah. I know what you do when you're here. You know what I do when I'm here. But we don't really yeah. know much otherwise. And so, yeah, I think I saw you play drums. I remember seeing you at Viper where you played drums for some dude. It wasn't Navi. No, uh, it was some random uh, guy that... At the Vapa. Yeah, remember you were playing drums? You were DJing for oh, some... it could have been for... I was at the Vapa. I was DJing for Coda the Kid. Yeah. But then I probably played drums for maybe the Suns. Yeah. It must have been them. I don't th think Yeah, anyone but else. I just remember seeing you at Viper Room. Yeah. And I pulled up. Don't move. And, uh... Oh. So. Yeah, that was when it got to me being like, oh, sick. And then from there we were talking and he would, like, send me a pack of beats. And I would listen to him, pick through them. I'm like, damn, these are sick. And a lot of them are, I mean, 
I'm sure you know as well. His production style is very unorthodox. I love in the that. sense of like yeah, it's, it's, a lot of weird timing, a lot yeah. of weird like blocks of of sounds and things. But it's like it's that's what his, I that's his I thing. love. It. Yeah, yeah, it's like that new wave that you sent me where it's like. It's nine minutes long in your life. I literally texted him, I was like, you gotta send me a version of this beat that's like three minutes long. I was like, I can't hit him with a pyramid, Frank Ocean pyramid off the rip, nine minutes just like, but the, the bones of the beat and everything there is just like so sick. So I'm like, yeah, I, do, I still have to do that. So thanks for Yeah, we, we gotta sit down and do it at some point. But yeah, it's like one of those things where I'm like, dude, this is really tight. The elements are all there. We just need to pretty much bring it down to a song and it's like written and it's like written and it's like written ever feel like you're a misfit or an outcast don't worry join the dumb fresh car online community and become a part of the family at dfc radio on ig vous êtes à l'écoute de dumb fresh call radio the thing is like i'll go in and oh, and so with thin ice i mean he sent me a pack of beats Most of them were rap, like more hip hop dominant, like trap drum, hard shit though, just 808 heavy, exactly. like going. Mm -hmm. And this, and so last one was called Yellow Disco. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, The original. Yeah, it's called Yellow Disco B flat 82. I'm like, <laughs> all right, for sure. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> so I play it. For the names. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I, I played it so important. many times on SoundCloud that I like remember yeah. the name. I, I would specifically look for it. And it was also in my phone as that before Thin Ice was a song. Mm -hmm. It was just Yellow Disco. And yeah, I think I've been I've been in the studio with Pat, uh, who's my engineer, and my homie Hearts, and our homie Addy. And we made a couple songs that week that were cool. I still like them. I'll probably use them, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> and then tried tracking Thin Ice, wrote it there, did a pass on it. And I was like, hmm. I was like, not. At that point, it was nothing like what I had really done prior. Like, everything was a lot more rap, hip hop. Like, you know, just more rapping than singing. Um, yeah, and then he came in and we just, like, we knocked it out. We wrote it. I wrote it on the spot. I think I had the hook in my head when I, I came in there. And then from there, it was just like, <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. It was just—it was, was, was just like a very—it like, was an organic moment. Yeah, it was just yeah. like it was very much like a cool beat, and there was a lot of bones there. And then he even came in and, and you know mooshed it around and added stuff. And then oh, and the homie Hearts played bass on it, which adds a dark vibe. Yeah, which is great yeah. because originally there's no bass on the song. No, I just sent him with like drums and samples and whatnot. No bass. And shout out yeah, to Hawk because he he slapped that bass. He's on fire, it, and it sounds great. He's fire. So he's such a good bass player, and he's played since then. He's played bass on other shit, and it's like now I have such a preference. Even with Thin Ice, like hearing that and that song making me feel a way that no other song I've ever written before it made me feel. I was like, whoa! It was like the first time I heard something I made and being like, damn, damn, damn. So what's this when is, is it coming out? Like is 24, June 24th. Yeah, June. It's been awesome. Okay, it's been uploaded. I thought yeah, there so was gonna be it? like some detox. No, 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 no. You no. mean July 24th? July 24th. July 24th. It was supposed to come out June 24th. I pushed it back. 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 
I see some of you bums out there are in need of some serious advice. Head over to the 99 cent advice page on IG and fix yourself up at 99 cent advice. You are now listening to Dumb Fresh Go Radio.